previously on Clearly Random. On any other social media because... You're trying to deny it? That it's no, not. no. Because I had to ask Christian whenever, um, whenever I did see them together on her Instagram, mm -hmm. I said, am I allowed to say anything on it? Yeah. Am I allowed to say anything? Like, I can't, can I say something? The reason why I asked is because it was a morning show here. Mandy in the morning yeah. when she was doing it. And her daughter is in the same grade as Christian. Okay. And they were in class, in the classes together for a long time. Oh, I remember that. But, um, she, um, she said that her daughter got so pissed off at her for, um, commenting on one of her Instagram pictures wow. that she, she said that she didn't know what to do. She's like, um, parents, did y'all have her experiences? I didn't know I wasn't supposed to say anything. Right. She said, mom, you're allowed to like it, but you can't say anything under it because they all know that you're my mom and then they're going to see you. <laughs> commenting and See, so she's like we're the uh, first generation of like learning what the etiquette is on this yeah. stuff so no but christian i asked christian and he treated me like that's the dumbest question you ever asked and i was like can i i said can i say you know how cute this looks or how cute her dress is can i comment yeah he's like why will you comment i was like well i heard that parents aren't allowed to comment he's like mom this doesn't even make sense so i was like okay I don't know. I'm right. asking because I don't want anybody to freak out on me. Hey guys. Hello, Random Maniacs. Welcome to another episode of Clearly Random. The best episode of Clearly Random. So, seriously, I've I've missed uh, doing this. I've been looking forward to this for, for a little while now. I so love doing the show with you, and I'm happy that we're doing it. Oh, well, awesome. It's good to hear. Yeah. I'm being sincere. That's I not just a, you know, clever, uh, you know, Driving, no, driving title, you know, type of thing, like, you know, to get the people going or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to hear. We hadn't done it in a couple of weeks, so. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah. I just been. Not my fault. No, it Tell everybody that's not my fault. No, it wasn't. Last week we didn't do one, but the week before we did. Um, Last week we didn't do one because. Tell all, tell all the I was excuses. exhausted, man. Okay. There's no other excuse for all right. it. I was tired. No, that's fine. As long as you do that. Instead I was of, tired. And yeah. I've been, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I'm always ready to do one. I want to do one every day. Yeah. Well, so, I do not. No. I was talking. To, well, you were with me. I was like, I don't understand how people actually listen to this. And then I thought yeah. about it. And I was like, I listen to absolute nonsense all the time. Yeah. I I think what it is is that. Um, so I was, I've been uh, listening to, to more podcasts and, and doing some research on it. And I think that whenever people feel included in a conversation, mm -hmm. they, you know, they just feel connected in such a way. Well, and that's so, the thing too about it. Um, people, you never um, know what people will be connected with, right? And what will grab, or well, here's what I got out of it. Okay, <laughs> is that you and I just have such random conversations mm -hmm. that it that it, it just it just spans such a wide variety of people that can jump in at any moment. Yeah. Like, oh I'm interested in that for five seconds. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. 
Cool. What are we talking about this week? How was your stress? My stress. I, um, I've been going on several weeks with very little stress. I've, I've been trying to change my mindset on some things and, uh, it's been doing well. Good. Do you want to know the, the secret to my enlightenment or anything? Sure. I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. But no, just I, I, I've uh, been intentionally trying to enjoy the now a lot more than, than maybe before. So how has your stress been this week? I've been out of 20. Right, because you have, <laughs> you have an event coming up. Yeah, and, it's, and here's the it's thing about awesome it. It's an awesome event. Is, I know no, it's, it's going to go well. That. It's just like... um. I don't know if it's necessarily stress or it's just like I think it's anticipation more than more than anxiety. Stress. It's anxiety. Stress is like I need to I mean I need to do this, I need to do this. Yeah. I mean, I got pretty much everything taken care of. You probably feel similar to the way that I do before I teach on a Sunday. Probably not. Oh, never mind. How do you feel on a Sunday? Uh Excited and anticipatory. And... I feel like I, <laughs> this is going to sound completely like absolutely make no sense. I feel like I'm the most fucked up person ever because I don't have any feelings toward this at, at all. I don't. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Oh, maybe. <laughs> so, like, no, that is exactly the attitude that I've been having toward life, and that's why I feel stress free. This could totally fuck up at any moment, yeah. But, but yeah, it's okay. It's so I'm not really even necessarily okay. like sure if it's like, am I numb to every situation? No, or am I just like? I think that we've got to the point where we're just if if something awesome happens, we totally embrace it. And if it doesn't go our way, because that has happened multiple times in our lives, we're just like, well, wait for the next one. I think one. It stresses, what stresses me out in life in general, it's never big shit. It's never the what big thing. What stresses you out is me tapping on No, that's, not, it's, that's just annoying. <laughs> as fuck. But no, it's just like, it's never the big stuff. It's the little stuff that I think I can control. And... Um, Knowing I can't, and yeah. it pisses me off even more. It stresses me out. Like, I don't get it. One of the things that I try and do is um, I I want to... I've been trying to not do this, but I I want to, like, jump in and, and take over as much things as possible to lower your stress level. And you have been. You've been incredible. Yeah, but and... I don't want to jump in so much where I'm like this is mine now. And I'm doing like, well, for all the internet people, I'm doing like the arm thing. <laughs> what do you call that? Like, like take, taking charge, take you know, charge arm, arms. arm things. But, uh, you can't see that. If you did, if you saw, if you could have seen that, it would have been totally awesome. But what I'm trying, I'm not, I'm not trying to like completely take over the entire thing, but, um, I, I'm trying to, but trying now to be I feel about like, I'm lazy bum. Why do you say about like you're from Canada? I don't know. Is it because you secretly wish to live there? I do not. At all. In any sense whatsoever. I would Canada love to visit awesome. Canada. I would never want to live there. Trudeau's There's there. There's snow. Other than snow, what's bad about Canada? Cold. No, you're missing everything. There's jackets for that. Well, there's not jacket jackets for it. Indigenous people have been treated like shit. Yeah, it's a horrible. But anyway... 
that's wherever you go. That's whatever country you go to. Um, Daylight savings um, ended and life is terrible again. Right. We've we've been getting consistently three hours of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I was like, it's going to be so easy for me to get up at five. And and for the most part. The problem is we come home from work and and we're like, is it bedtime? It's time for sleep. No. No sleeping? No. Oh, I gotta cook and clean out. Oh, it's oh. only five fucking clock, so I have to actually do shit. Oh, my And bad. then the sun comes out at 3 a.m. Yeah. And you know me. If the sun decides that it wants to peek out, I'm yeah. like, hey, where's the coffee and yeah. work to do? Yeah. And you stir a lot, too. I try so... That's the ironic thing, is I really try not to. You don't succeed. Are you talking about... Oh, you're just talking about, like, in bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I might just have to decide to get out of bed. So, what I'm trying to do is, like, I want to take your example okay. and be like, I'm just going to rest through this. But it starts at about 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Because I, I Because I wake up at 5. And so, at 4 a.m., I'm like, I'm just going to push my way through this. But maybe I just need to go ahead yeah. and get up and get That'd coffee. That would be a lot easier and... for me. Because I feel you stirring. Yeah, I know. If we have one of those memory and foam mattresses, funny. like, over at Mom's house... No, that was terrible. It really was. Hey, so anybody, you see those commercials for memory foam and all that stuff. In a sense, it's good for like... My neck hurt. Well, what happened to me is every appendage went to sleep. Yeah, so I sunk down. In yeah, the bed. you literally do. It feels like the gravity what, is three times the best stronger. Memory foam or whatever, like newer mattress I ever stopped owning is going to like a sex thing, but it's not. When I drank too much at my best friend's house, and um, what's going on here, Gwen? I fell asleep in her bed with talking to her because she just like yeah. jetted. That's what she does when she sleep. When she's like ready to go to bed, she'll leave whoever the hell is at right. her house. So when I, I was like, "Where's Where's Joe?" and she, I was like, "Let me go talk to her." So we were talking, passed out. Right. Both of us passed out, and then her wife came in and went to bed. She was right. She kicked everybody out, and went to bed, and I fell asleep. That was the best bed. I don't know where they got that bed. I wonder if they awesome. have a regular bed with the memory foam padding on. Top. I don't know, but she it was an expensive bed. I know mm. she told me that. We need to find out. Yeah. I like I like anyway, an expensive bed. But anyway, yeah. So I don't know what we were even talking about. Daylight Maybe, savings. You know house. what? Maybe we should name the cl- the show clearly random time. to where we can talk about. Time. I know, but it's like what it is. Yeah. It's marketing. Yeah. So in marketing, if you hear something seventeen times, you feel like that you need it. Well, we got new phones. We did get new phones. We did. And my frugalness. Mm-hmm. Paid off. Mm-mm. You were just gonna roll with it until I was like, "Wait, you said we can get some money off of these phones, our regular phones?" Because you were just gonna be like, "Yes, but we broke all of our phones. Your phone was broken, and I didn't know that. I didn't know and either. Then you admitted it to the they lady. They would have saw it. I think that they would have passed that. I one don't up. think they would. They would literally Although, saw it. Like today, I'm. It doesn't matter. But okay. go ahead. But no, we got new phones. We got th- we got three brand new phones, uh, two Samsung Galaxy Eight Pluses, and an iPhone Seven Plus, Plus? Mm-hmm. for like two hundred bucks. I don't even think it was that much. Right. So I mean, we did good. I mean, yeah. it wasn't bad. No. So I'm. And honestly, with the upgrades, it really wasn't even that much. So I think that we we got off pretty good, actually. 
That's what I said at the beginning, and then you said no, it was because of you that we got a good deal. I think with our powers combined, like Captain Planet, that we ended wow. up doing well. Okay. Oh, also, I wanted to... I know this is going to sound awful, but... Why do you start off everything you say with, because I know this is going to be horrible. you never know who you can offend. You can be offended by sneezing now. So, I mean, Maybe it, it's because you, you have such know. a cold heart that you Possibly. don't care about it's people. It's very possible. You know what? I woke up in the middle of the night when we were at in Louise, Louisiana. We Whoa. haven't been to Louisiana in, in five years. years. Or not really. Three years. It's been three years. But um, I woke up and I was thinking you sitting there next to me. I was like... I don't. I wake up with stupid shit all the time, and I was just like, I don't know if he knows how much I love him. So let me lay on him so he knows how much I love him. And I was completely unconscious through the yeah. entire thing, yeah. so I didn't know whether you did that or not. Yeah, you were like, you didn't do that. When I told you I slept on you, and you were like, no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I did. But anyway, you said my heart is cold, and I'm like, and that just came up. You're only cold toward everybody else. You're you're very you warm for the family. You are guilty and so proven innocent to me, honestly. We have a very small circle because I don't want people to know how fucking horrible I am. Are you talking about our circle of trust? Of uh, people, right? Well, I mean, like in I'm a uh, horrible person. What do you call that movie? Um, something about Mary, the circle of trust. Mm. And, you know, I never watched that movie all the way through. It's really good, but no, I, and I do understand that we got to keep us, you know, a select few people that were that were with that we can be honest with oh let that, me get on to what i was yeah. talking about um Remind know me, what i was saying i, I wanted to we wanted to send our condolences to all the people that was affected by the shootings hey, in we had to get on that already no it's just oh. uh, we're just gonna touch it and then go and i lived in texas for several many years and yeah, it's just very disheartening. And, um, and it I don't touches me in send... so many ways. As a Christian, because it was a church. Mm-hmm. As a as a Texan, because I lived in Texas and I graduated there. And I, yeah, I'm getting to that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I got my license in Texas. I graduated in Texas. I had all my, like, my formative years were and in so Texas. So much has happened in Texas this year. Being, like with the hurricane coming yep. and just like all this stuff. Specifically, and it's just... yeah. It's just very, very hard to, um, the camaraderie over there has been amazing anyway. So it's just, um, very disheartening. And I just want to, cause, and not to appease people. And it's not, but it's that, that there is no solution being offered by the people that that are in charge. And that's why I don't want to say. And not that saying that praying doesn't help. It does help. I know. And the thoughts and but, prayers thing. And here's the thing, guys. I am a Christian. I love Jesus. I follow Jesus. If you want to, you know, you can make fun of me about that. I don't even care. You can agree with me. I don't care. I pray. But, you know, I can pray and think a lot about, you know. But you also have to think that Jesus done something behind his prayers. Exactly. So, there, I mean. I mean it wasn't just like, oh, I prayed to Father yeah, help me. Yeah, it wasn't like he just was just like sitting, sitting there, there idle. Yeah. You know what I mean? There so was some actual action involved. Done things. Right. So, and so yeah. I think you have to realize that when most that's the um, thing is that there's lots of actions. Anti-Christians like, well, done prayer. Like, you have to understand that. You can do that. both. Exactly. But you need to do both. Exactly. It's not just, uh, you know, people sitting in a room praying. And right. It's actually people 
wanting change and nothing's happening. Right. But anyway, we ain't going to get too deep right now. I can do that. I know. That's where I like to live. I know. But uh, anyway, Thanksgiving's coming up. And it, but it's hard to believe with all the freaking Christmas ads that are coming. Dude. I mean. Oh, my God. So I go to Walmart and they got like Christmas hats on. Oh, listen. And, listen. Oh. That I'm was like, can I eat a turkey, please? On Halloween day. I went in there and got candy. They were taking all the Halloween, Halloween candy. Yeah, yeah, on Halloween, they were taking all the Halloween stuff down on Halloween. Nah, bitches, get out of here. I mean, uh, on Halloween, yeah. that whole because you know in front of it, yeah. and all that whole front was empty, and they were sitting out Christmas stuff yeah. already. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I can't. So you can't even enjoy. So. Thanksgiving. I know. So that's why I'm. So I was talking to Christian about this. Okay. So here's here's the really awesome thing about having a 14, 15, you know, teenage years type of person. Yeah. For one thing, Christian is a deep thinker. Yeah. At his age, he is a deep, deep thinker. And it, I find that refreshing. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> While I'm talking all serious, let me burp. Um, mm-hmm. No, I find that refreshing and awesome. But he was asking me about, you know, we were going to Chick-fil-A the other day. Not his today. weekly his weekly ritual is to go to Chick-fil-A on Fridays. But yeah. he was off of school tomorrow, so we did it today. Yeah. Anyway, that's his weekly ritual for the morning time. Yeah. And so we had to pass by Home Depot. Yeah. And they're putting up, like, Christmas tree yeah. area. Yeah. And it's not Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. And he was like, why are they doing that? Why can't they just let us enjoy, like, is Thanksgiving not important? Yeah. And I said, man, it's just consumerism. Yeah. You know, they they can't make much money off Thanksgiving. No. They, can they make can't money make off, anything money off Thanksgiving. Well, it's some. I mean. It's none. You get turkeys they, and they, fall the festivals. The only huh? way they make money is with travel. Airplanes and everything and make food money. And mm. But it's nothing compared to, I mean, it's minuscule compared to Christmas. And the thing about Christmas this year, too, is that Christian doesn't want to eat that much. Really. Well. No, but. It doesn't even matter. What the things like he does we, want. And I like what you said. Nobody likes Christmas more than you do. Yeah. I mean, we thoroughly we enjoy love Christmas. Christmas. But I it decorate. always starts the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Like, I decorate the house. Right. And I go outside. Crazy pants. Yeah. I Gwen's mean, all up on the inside. Yeah. She's decorating everything. Got... By the way, I take my little little very, plug here, guys. Seriously, if anybody wants a Christmas tree, Gwen makes the most beautiful Christmas trees, and she'll do it for two hundred dollars to go <laughs> over to your house and decorate Christmas tree in the most amazing way ever. We have the most beautiful Christmas want, trees hand out, and that's very, not very like happy. me talking about how like this is the bod- best podcast ever. Gwen makes the most beautiful Christmas it's trees. It's funny that, like, last year when I um, didn't post it for a little while. Yeah. And people were like, I was wondering what you were going to do this year. Right. Because I was like, I didn't realize how many people actually like the trees that I do. And have you done a full-on LSU tree this yet? You know I have. I know, but I just love the LSU Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know... Um, Speaking of LSU, Fournette went over to Jacksonville Jaguars, possibly. Uh-huh. We could do a Jags Christmas tree. Was that gold and turquoise? Yeah. Maybe. <sighs> well, I got to do another year with the silver and blue, so. Uh, <laughs> or silver, bl- silver, blue, and white. 
I love it. Because it used to be yearly. Like, one year I've changed. I don't know yeah. what made me do the two years in a row. I oh, know. it was money. Oh, probably. Because <laughs> I'll, spend, I'll spend $200 on a, on a, um ornaments in a yeah. minute. Like, yeah, I need that one and that one and that one. But anyway. um, Yeah, but we're actually traveling this year. Because we hadn't traveled. Are we traveling? I'd like to. I really, 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 really hope when so. When we went to Arkansas that year, it I'm was... more of a realist and Gwen's more of an idealist. And it just... What do you mean? Um, Explain. You... Uh, how do you put it? Like, you, you want to live life to the fullest um, despite reality. And I want to... I, I just think about things too much like logistics and those type of things i don't think that's the case i like um like when we went to arkansas when we were in the mountains i feel like we got to recenter yeah i centered myself a lot in in the mountains and it was amazing i just feel like maybe if we can't do that then we need to take a lot of mini trips yeah um and I I wanted that to be my goal this year, but just life happened. But mm-hmm. we need to stop letting life happen. We need to start right on. doing little mini trips and little like weekend things, and just like every couple of months, just yeah. going like you know, like we were planning you on were doing. doing that for yeah. a while. Like we went up to the falls just yeah. up north of here and yeah. those type of things. But I want to go further fun. and venture further because but those you are know, like appetizers though. That you know, like no, I mean like North Atlanta to the falls. No, no, no. Whenever we went up to like Falling Water State yeah. Park, and yeah, stuff, those, those are, are little, appetizers. No, I'm talking, and it this, makes me want to do exactly. A lot That's more. why I'm like, let's whenever because you know. They're out of school often. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like one of those four-day weekends. Except for one of reason, sports. Exactly. Like, he's just going to have to be like, I'm out of town, dude. Sorry. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't yeah. know. But, uh, no, just one of those four-day weekend days. Just be like, you know, we're going to go and do this. Yeah. And go and stay up there. Because on Airbnb now. It's not very expensive It's not all. just that. They have um, campers on there now. Mm-hmm. So you can just like rent campers while you're up there and just wow. like, you know, they have that now. So, and I wanted to stay in that tree house in Atlanta. Yeah. That shows you a long time ago. Yeah, I don't I know remember. if you remember with the lights out yeah. and everything. That is the most expensive thing. I know. Isn't that amazing? A freaking tree house. I'm just, I'm crazy. But anyway, we're out, I don't know, it was three years ago that we went to Arkansas? Yeah. Two or three years I ago? I think it was maybe two years ago. It wasn't, right, it wasn't very long ago. Two years ago. But we had a blast yeah it was the most amazing thing and it didn't get cold until the last day we were there last know, couple of days what was so sad is it got down to 35 and raining yeah, it rained and if it would have been 10 degrees lower eight degrees lower it would have what snowed. i wish that we would have done and i regret it now because you can't go back to stuff memories like that i wish we would have done like that coffee house that we went in and we stayed in like five minutes I wish we would have, you know, the one that was underneath Earthbound, like stone and something. I can't remember yeah, what maybe. it was. But anyway, was you don't nice remember the village. coffee? You don't remember the coffee house at all? Pop, it was no. brick. Yeah, I mean, everything down there was awesome. Yeah. So I wish we would have went there at like nighttime. Uh-huh. I wish we would have went and me and you or me, you and your brother yeah. just went and chilled out because that looks like 
they had acoustic people, you know, mm. it's like a, a, a authentic coffee house yeah. that has like coffee house music in it, had bands coming in there or, you know, acoustic people, you know, artists coming in there. Yeah. I just wish we would have done something like that because I don't think we even did anything. No. We just went, you know, we just That shot. was the thing about the entire trip. We yeah. never really did anything. Mm-mm. Everything that we did was super inexpensive. Yeah. But it was all really, really fun. Yeah. I mean, going through a cavern does not cost much money. No. It's like $8 a person yeah. or whatever. Um, the souvenir stuff, of course, costs money. Yeah. But um, we go to caverns everywhere we go. Yeah. Like that, we went to, we search it. Yeah. Like we went when we went to Huntsville. Right. And like we... In that's, Arkansas. That's our... Right, and we're going to do it in Georgia. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's the thing to It's do. our thing. It's our thing. We search it out. Yeah. And so there's caverns all over that area. So. Anyway. But anyway, that I don't know what we're going to do this year. So we're still trying to. That's up we're in the air. definitely working it out. We're working it out. All right. Locals only. I have yes. a pop-up mini market coming up this weekend with a lot of different vendors. Yes. Um, we're going to have Lawana there with um, essential oils. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Melissa Cash with she. By the way, guys, Melissa's bakery. If you have never eaten anything of her bakery, you need to do that immediately. Yeah, it's one of those things where you taste it and you're saying to yourself, "She makes macarons." This cookies. is gonna be the buffet whenever we get to um, heaven. Cakes. She yes. made a cake for your birthday, red velvet cake. Oh you said that was your favorite. God. And oh, I'm drooling. Yeah, she makes amazing food, and I'm. Ha- she just puts so much care into it. The thing about thing. it too, um, I asked her. I don't even know what it was for. I was like, "Do you know? Do you make macarons?" I don't even know what I may ask her that I for. I think it was just a hankering. I think it was my birthday. Oh, it might have been. I think it was my birthday. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was and my were, birthday. They really weren't that and much at all. Put, she put because it was our first time making them. That she, was her first time making them. Oh my god! And she was like. They let were me, amazing. She's like, let me look up the recipe. I'm not sure. And then, like, she made, like, a few batches. And she, because she, she, they didn't come out right now. She liked them or whatever. She used all fresh stuff, like fresh strawberries yep. and everything. And she's like, I don't I don't think I'm going to charge you for this. I don't know how they came out. So they I'm not going to charge were you. were amazing. And then I um, tasted them. I was like, Melissa, this is stupid good. Like, not only did they taste good, yeah. but the texture of them was so awesome. The cream inside yeah. was so creamy and amazing. So I said, um, yeah, I'm going to pay you for these. when yeah. I'm And I paid her one, because your birthday's two weeks after mine. Right. So I was like, yeah, kind of going to pay you for these, madam, because these are amazing. And make a cake She's for like, Blake. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to need this often i'm gonna need you to make so every time i need something um baked baked or whatever i always get her she's awesome but now and and by the way she's actually a professional chef i mean she like went to school and it was the whole nine so it's not like um, it's just a hobby but um and then i have uh stephanie Stephanie. there with her lipsy lips lips and um, if i wore lipstick that's what I would wear. And then another lady that I had we a actually, vendor drop a drop, and we talked about that last yeah. week. And um, she took our place, so she yeah. does Scentsy. Yeah, and that's with um, fragrances around the house and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is, and um, yeah, that's and- it. I'm going to be there. And I have a boutique with all kinds of craziness going on with that. But yep. um, also this weekend, 
there's a billion other things. Public Eyesore is this weekend. Right. Oh, um, I love Public Eyesore. Yeah. I don't think we're going to make it because of... Well, it's Friday it, night. Oh, we might make it before. So mm-hmm. it's tomorrow night? Mm-hmm. It's tomorrow night. We need to find out if Chrissy's going. If she's going... She's going. She'll what, go. Her back, though. She can walk for like a few minutes and then uh, she can sit down. I would but, like to um, go to that. Especially just to go to Matt's Coffee because yeah. his coffee is awesome. I mean, I love all, you know how obsessed can we, I am with Can him. you, like, write down all the people that we need to tag in this thing? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, If you know where Matt's Coffee is, it's in the, shoot, Fringe Gallery. Yeah, it's off of Harrison by one block. Yeah, I don't even know what that street whatever, is. Whatever one block east of Harrison is, yeah. is where he's at. I think it's south. I don't know no, directions. No, it's not. I mean, it's not south. It's east. But anyway, because... um, that's a really cute. I like. I told you before. We talked about him before. I love co-opy places. Yep. Anywhere that something that was in something, something else is in there. I right. love that. I, yeah. I'm obsessed with that. So, um, he's inside a fringe gallery, and that's it's called something else. I don't know the name. Of I don't it, know though. what it is. Alliance. Something alliance. I can't remember. But anyway, I'll I'll research. We're not gonna research it. You're gonna have to go find it yourself. Call it an adventure. That's happening tomorrow. Yes. Um, and also what's happening this weekend, just found out about that um earlier today because I wasn't listening to the radio or anything. The shrimp crab and oyster fest is on Saturday in Mm. Pier Park from two to five. And I made sure I told my sister that because Mm. All those things she loves. No. And she, she was going to be down here anyway. Elaine. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, Melanie didn't even eat seafood. Yeah, she does. No, Melanie doesn't. But right. Elaine does. Yeah. But, She'll um, eat all the seafood. All the seafood. All the seafood ever made. Lane got all of the seafood DNA. Yeah, she did. She yeah. really loves seafood. That's what made me. I made a re- crab boil one time. and she. I remember I had like actual Zatarain's crab boil. And for anybody who doesn't know Zatarain's Crab Bowl, it takes like a teaspoon to make a whole yeah. pot spicy. Yeah. And Lane's like, melt the whole bottle in there. She loves spice. She's like, um, it's amazing. whenever you did make the crawfish. Yeah. And she's like, just make some for me and Malik. Yeah. Because everybody yeah. else doesn't eat it. Because we had like a shrimp boil spicy. up yep. there and yep. everything. And um, no, was it gumbo? It was gumbo. It was gumbo. And she's like, just make it for me and Malik. Yeah. See, but yeah, she loves it. But and so I made sure her and Malik could eat it, but nobody else. No, everybody else, else was like not running down, and you know it's too spicy for everybody else. But um, she ate it Cajun style. Yeah. Now I was telling I was people about your um, dad's crawfish and how yeah. when you're he came over, here, you're like crying and it's and still you eating can't more. Feel your, your lips, because... but you still want more. Because it's so um, numbed right. by the spices, and, right? Yeah, so. But you're still eating. And but and then the next day, your lips are swollen. <laughs> My lips are swollen the next day from yep. your dad's stuff. But, but anyway, you're happy about it. Yeah. But anyway, that's I don't know what what else food vendors will be at Pier Park. I'm not sure where exactly right. in Par- Pier Park it's gonna be. I just know it's there. But we do locals so. only, and we promote locals, and yep. there it is. Yep. Also, Naval Brewery. Is going to be coming out with a new Belgian beer, oh, cool. which I am totally looking forward to. Mm. And I was telling uh, Christian that I would like to go over there after the pop up shop if we have energy. Okay, and that so, was the thing about it too. Um, one of our very good friends, Matt, he's in a band. Yes, 
called the Panhandlers. Okay. And he's at Newbies tomorrow night and Saturday night. Okay. So I was like, it's free to get in, Newbies. But I was like... Are you going to tag him in this? I probably will. Um, And I was like... I never told him that we'd come, but I hadn't heard Matt, because he's the drummer. Yeah. I hadn't heard Matt in years. Almost 10 years. Yeah. It's, it, before Pineapple I, Willies. No. Yeah, it was Pineapple Willies. Oh, no. Right before um, I quit Chipwreck, and that was right. like 1909 yeah. when I quit. So it was before, it was almost 10 years. It's been Eight nine years, years ago. Yeah. But um, anyway, so um, he's going to be playing, Panhandlers will be playing over there tomorrow night in... Saturday night, so I was just sitting there. I was like, "Is there entirely too much shit going on this weekend?" And then one of my students was like, "You got a lot of competition this weekend because of the Holly Fair, and then there's also an antique fair at Pier Park or Frank Brown Park. Yeah, that's gonna be over there." And then I was just like, "You know, I'm just gonna roll with it, man." Right on. I, I can't think about anybody else doing their own thing because there's always going to be yep. something especially always. during this season not only so. that but we're promoting local culture so the more that we promote it and the more people are doing it there's always going to be events and there's yeah. going to be little subcultures for every little thing just like whenever we went up to atlanta with bruce there was mm-hmm. a million different there's things always to do, stuff going and there's on. eight thousand people that want to go to each one of those something events going on but that's I'm, what makes a city absolutely. great yeah that's what makes a neighborhood it's not just city. one thing it's not it's never right. always one thing exactly. so it's just um yep yeah and you know what else happened this week what our youngest son turned 13 years old. Last Our youngest week. son turned Last a teenager. Week. Yep. 13. Tell me your feelings about that. I don't have any. I have feelings about it. You're, like I said, that's why I think I'm just completely fucked up about it. Even when um, Christian started school this year, high school, people were like, how many times did you cry? I was like, I didn't. Right. And then like people were like, how many times did you cry? When I didn't. Right. I didn't. It's not like I turned my soul off. It's just like, this is my reality now. Yeah. I can't just curl up in a ball and just be broken right. all the time. I can't. It's but not like I'm not allowing myself to feel things. It's just, we're this enjoying is my life. It. I'm embracing You're this. Right. Absolutely. So we are really, really enjoying every part of now. I can't continue like, being this big ball of fear and this right. big ball of emotions all the time because yeah. I've done that and i'm over it and that was the amazing thing like christian coming the other night and talking about death yeah. i mean like he came in and he started talking which i here's a ironic or horrible or whatever thing you want christian doesn't talk to us anymore he's 14 years yeah. old and he you know you ask him how is that yeah and what what's going on with that okay but yeah. i mean he was talking about death and you know yeah so we got to actually like speak about yeah. stuff like yeah. for real things so yeah, you know we get to discuss these things, and I think it's good to embrace the now. Absolutely, and that's live the thing. your, and, live and your still, life. And some, and I do get glimpses of my anxiety with some stuff, with my health especially, because right. you know I get headaches a lot, and I do right. think it's because of my eyesight, and I will get it checked again. But it's just like, um, you know, that could be an aneurysm or a stroke. Yeah. It just, my mind just goes and Absolutely. goes and goes. Yeah. So it's just always, at least once a week, I do have these, you know, right. almost panic attacks about stuff. Yeah. But then I sit and think, I'm like, I cannot control this. Let it go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, just some stuff you just got to do. And it's just, it's hard. 
It's very, very hard right. to do. But anyway. But we're working here we're there. working on embracing the now. Absolutely. Embracing what's happening right now Absolutely. and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So Um, you have a positive vibe story? Yes. You wanna get it? I do. Okay. So, Let me say mine first. Okay. So this local guy from New Orleans, Louisiana. I don't wanna hear any more of this. Anyway. This has gotta be bad. He is transforming abandoned buildings into Powerful I might have heard art. about this. Yep. Um, yep. You it know, a lot awesome. of a lot of um, the Fifth Ward and all that. A lot of yep. um, Ninth Ward. Oh, Ninth Ward. Sorry, um, was affected by Katrina, and yep. they never rebuilt this. They didn't have after resources to rebuild. Still, twelve years yeah. afterwards, nothing. So um, he's re even even further in. He's um, all the abandoned buildings. He's putting powerful messages behind, like Malcolm X and um, Martin Luther King, and all these powerful, powerful, powerful images. Right. And he's just like, I want to make something beautiful out of this um, destruction, destruction yeah. that's happening in my city. Because he is a local. He was born yeah. and raised there. So I, I find it amazing. An amazing artist. Beautiful. I story. mean, it's not just like I'll mediocre tag his stuff. name. And stuff. And when I get it, I'll tag his name. So, um, you go ahead. So this lady right here, um, mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach, Virginia, mm-hmm. Kimberly Ann Tucker wanted to be a part of a movement to fight against uh, the Donald Trump pregnant uh, pregnancy. Yeah. It is birth pangs. Uh, presidency that. Uh, she saw that it had like there was a lot of hateful mm-hmm. rhetoric that mm-hmm. came out of the whole presidency mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Well, I'm gonna go and vote because I like at the very least as a citizen, I need to go and vote." Yeah. But then she started like realizing that that like standing up meant like standing up for other voters. Yeah. And so she decided to like kind of challenge herself, mm-hmm. and she actually uh, became a. Um, I don't. She she decided to run. Wow! In a mainly Republican area. Yeah. She decided. What was this, Virginia? Yeah, Virginia yeah. Beach. Yeah. Uh, so she decided to run, uh-huh. and um, she said it makes perfect sense. Tucker says, pointing to women's role in a woman. It's, yeah. This the the entire article is about how the like these women are running. Yeah. How do you end up with a pin across the room it every time that we have a podcast? Anyway. Uh, women's role to point mothers who protect the young and look out for the future. She said, we have an instinctual, I think, response to jump in and say no. For me, this was about my granddaughter and my children, but it was about um, it was about everyone else's children as well. What kind of world are we going to leave for them? Yeah. And so she decided to run for the 81st District wow. and, uh, for the House of Delegates. Um, and uh, Anyway, uh, they said it's unprecedented. Virginia Democratic Caucus Chair, uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to get you to pronounce this name. Okay. Is that a French name? Yeah. Char- Charnel, right here. Charnel. Charnay. Charnay. Hearing. Says, I think. Uh, I think this is just the start to charge us. To charge for us is to keep this up. Um, this is just the beginning, but I do believe we will see legislators across the country looking for different and more representative. And she said, I realized, why not me? Wow. And so she just decided to go ahead and run. 
And so what's happening now is that uh, a record number of Democratic women are running for office uh, it, all across the country. Not just in Virginia, but everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so That trans person won. Yeah. yeah. So she beat the actual guy who wrote the law against uh, the transgender bathroom, bathroom bill. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just amazing to me that this, kind of, this type of thing is happening. And so I guess that that whenever whenever uh, President Trump first became president and decided, you know, there was so much rhetoric going on, and it, you know, it just felt very suppressive yeah. or oppressive. Yeah. And now I'm starting to realize this might actually be a good thing because yeah. this has woke up so yeah. many people. Yeah. So and there's just a lot of people. The backlash from it is actually a really good thing. Yeah. It is. It always and, is. And just like this weekend, I mean, it, it was Democrats across the board. Mm-hmm. And I, we are not Democrats, guys. I mean, not. like, just to say it, we are not Democrats. We I did not we vote are Democrat. Wavering in between independent and liberal. Yes, we're like in the in middle of right, that. Right. Right. We're not full on progressive. We're not. We're definitely not um, yeah. Republican. But <laughs> you know, but we are somewhere in the in in between there. Yeah. And the thing is, Gwen and I did not vote uh, Democratic in in. And we talked about that last year whenever people got pissed off at the 3% that actually um, voted and voted who they wanted to be voted. And um, but didn't get mad at the forty three percent of other people that didn't vote at all. all. So I'm gonna say it again: you can suck a big one because. 3% 3% wouldn't have made right. any you kind of difference whatsoever. And actually, that is a call to, you know, I was listening yeah. to something today about this, that instead of... Um, and they call it a protest vote. Yeah. It, I'm not... I don't totally discount that. I understand that. that I where, get that. Where you sit there and say there's just no point a in it. A protest but that's vote a very, will be not voting at all to me. Yeah, but the so thing I don't is know. that's a very nihilistic yeah. approach to it. Yeah. And so I don't totally agree with that. But what I was listening to today, uh, it was actually the chairman of, of the uh, DNC was saying that we need, to, we need to be out there 12 months out of the year. Yeah. And making friends, making relationships, and helping people understand. Yeah. And I'm not going to be doing that for the Democratic Party. If they end up voting for the Democratic Party, that'd be fine. But I'm more moving toward the third. Yeah. The independent vote. And that because there's 56 percent of us out there. Understand that. um, That was the reasoning behind the vote. It wasn't a protest vote because I feel like protest votes are just been like I'm not voting at all the person that I voted for was the person I felt like would care about American citizens and still more is than this any... person is still in office right. and doing her job right and and it was just who would care about American yeah. citizens more than anybody else yeah. and that's who I voted for mm-hmm. and I would encourage everybody to do that not just vote for political parties like, um, well I tell you what the very first time I voted was whenever it was against Obama and Romney right Right. I did not want Romney in there right. whatsoever. Because so of women's I rights. Guess, I guess it, you can say that I did a protest vote because I knew nothing about politics. Right. I was just like, I'm going to vote. My vote matters. Right. Even though, like somebody said last year, when we did vote, and she's like, we're just a blueberry and a, a bunch of a world full of raz or strawberries. Yeah. And I was like, it's kind of like I'm a spinach. Yeah. 
in this it whole really world of, you know, <clears throat> this salad world or whatever. <clears throat> and I wish I would have voted for Obama that year. I ended up voting third party because I was still independent. Yeah. But after actually watching Obama for all this yeah. time, I really loved him. So. You have any bullshit news? I've been trying to stay away from it. Um, That's fine. No, I mean, I got, I, I have one. Okay. And, um, you know, this is just like one that comes to mind okay. and this is on a totally geopolitical okay. scale. Okay. Um, so, you know, president Trump said that, that, um, China was raping America. Do you remember that? I like a, during his, you know, I, in didn't, our, I didn't listen. Well, he goes over there and he said, well, I can't blame China for, you know, doing these things. They're just, you know, taking a bit advantage of what they have available. Absolutely. So, you know, it's just amazing how, you know, he, you know, says one thing and then does another whenever push comes to shove. Yeah. It, it's just those type of things over and over again. Yeah. We see it all through the yeah. political spectrum. And as a result, there's actually this populist rising mm-hmm. all around the world. Yeah. But it's being defeated everywhere all around the yeah. world as well. So it's yeah. very nice to see. Yeah. Um, yep. We spent a lot of time on this segment. So we had a really good time. Yeah. We it's been a little while since we did the yeah. the podcast, so we kinda enjoy our freelance Yeah. What do you what do you want to call this? Like just, just whatever. Clearly random. Randomness. <laughs> I'm gonna say one more thing before we go to break. Okay. And um And then it's like entertainment. Why stuff, am I right? mad? Oh yeah. I am mad this week because um it really, really pisses me off when people have the motherfucking nerve to invite me to things on Facebook. And I know it's Facebook and it's just randomness and whatever. You just invite Facebook people. Facebook is everything, Glenn. People that are on your friends list or yeah. whatever. But FYI, if you never come to shit that I do and right. I do shit often, often. Yep. don't invite me to none of your right. shit. That's just that's just etiquette. I don't right. care. I don't care. Right. I know shit comes up. You have things to do. I know things, you know, life is life. But don't invite me to anything when you don't right. um come to anything I'm doing. Right. It or even me be off. involved in. Sometimes exactly. I can't go to stuff like Yeah. Uh Jimmy is having a the, with yeah, the yeah. Speedy's car wash, he's having a veteran a free veterans yeah. day. I am probably not going to be able to make that. Yeah. But I'm going to at least be involved with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You shared it on Facebook. Right. And I'm going to tell my friends about mm-hmm. it. I tell my friends about Speedy's Car yeah. Wash. I mean, it's a great place to go. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, you know, if I'm... <laughs> yeah. I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's just... It's, like, if you're not going to be involved with it annoying. at all... It's not only annoying. It's insulting. It's disrespectful. Right. So, um, stop inviting me to your bullshit, because I'm not going to do it. If right. you don't... you, I've gotten to... I used to be like, oh my God, I'm going to support you. And, and but if I don't, you don't think that you should become jaded, though. I'm not jaded. I'm not. I'm really not. But I also have to know who right. is for me. Right. And who isn't. So, I'm not well, going to... They don't even have to be for you, but just not just, against. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, we will be right back. With more randomness. It's going to be great, guys. Right. You really shouldn't leave because it's going to be awesome. Is there a commercial in between? Yes. Yes. All right. Wait well, for the commercials like 38 seconds. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, not bye. We'll no, be right back. come back. 
Hey guys, just a quick break in between our crazy to let you guys know that we would love and appreciate you guys asking us any questions or giving us any suggestions on how to be a better podcast. Um, our email is clearly random with Blake and Gwen at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook. You can message us. We don't mind at all. And hope you're enjoying the show. All right, we're back. Already? Yep. Uh, all right. Um... Inter- so, entertainment nope. stuff. I gotta do other stuff before that. What are we doing before that? Um, Miss Producer, what are we up to? Why shouldn't be allowed outside? Why? Why shouldn't you be allowed outside? So you know, I've been doing a lot of things this week. Yeah, you've been running things. around a lot because of the pop up shop. You've been doing a lot of errands and running around. So I'm in Hobby Lobby this okay. morning. What happened in Hobby Lobby? Getting baby? ready to check out and whatnot. So I'm going my purse. My brain is in 50 different directions right, right now. I go in my purse to attempt to give her money. I handed her my car keys. <laughs> that took me a second. Your car keys? Then pull out my wallet. How much was that purchase, Gwen? Wow. It was 30 bucks. But I was Your just car like, is worth more than that. So I was like, hmm, you don't need those. Sorry about that. And she's like, huh? I said, I'm sorry. My writing's in five other different places right now. She's like, it's okay. We just opened. It's fine. It's but she's never had anybody hand her I, I didn't ask her. I was like, okay. Well, whatever. So I just brushed that one off. I was like, you can't brush that off. You can't act like you dropped a piece of paper on the floor. Sure you can. On my end, you can. But anyway, yeah. So that happened. So <laughs> another thing that happened. What you talking about, Blake? When you're talking in your sleep. Oh my God! You. So we shouldn't do this one. You know what? So I'm anyway, going, about I, entertainment no, this week. No, no. So um, you were asleep. I'm just chilling, watching TV, waiting for my brain to settle down. And you're like, "That's a good deal on sunglasses." Oh. I was like, and I tried to get more information out of that. Uh, and I was like, what are you talking about? That was a good deal on sunglasses. All right, then. That's all you said. I was like, cool. I might need some sunglasses. All, you have 47 different pairs no, of sunglasses. All three of my pairs of sunglasses are messed up in some mm-hmm. kind of way or another. I don't actually have a nice pair of sunglasses. Okay. I, have, I have two bad pair of sunglasses and one mediocre pair of sunglasses. Okay. Anyway. So, maybe I need some sunglasses. Maybe. Maybe that was your... Maybe that, animal, sub, subconscious. Yeah, yeah. Telling you to do anything. Anyway. So, marriage counseling. We okay. haven't done this in a very long time. We, yeah, we've been skipping it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it's because there's been a lot of tension in our marriage. I don't think that's it. Oh, never mind. I was just playing. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. What you got for marriage counseling? So, earlier this week... um. We're in um, Lowe's. Yes. And I was trying to explain to you what I needed and what I... Right. And you were talking about it, but you made me feel a certain way. I did. I talked very condescending to you. But um, it gives me anxiety having to explain myself, not just in that situation, just in different situations, because I can't talk 
freely about things mm-hmm. when I'm explaining something with you because you go to a different anal- level. Yeah, I go into analytical And it's mode. not, I'm not accusing you of this. No, I'm just I know. How I know. It, it just, um, I'm just letting you know how I feel about it and why certain certain times when I'm trying to explain myself to you, I'm just like, and I take a minute yeah. and try and explain it to you and I'll let you, because I'm trying to see how you can understand me. So, I think what's happening is, and I appreciate it. Yeah. I really do. I think you're trying to meet me on my level. Mm-hmm. And that is a dangerous place to be. It Just in general. It just makes so me feel a certain way. Here's the thing. Like, I think that it's awesome that yeah. you're actually attempting to to meet me on my level. Yeah. And I, I think that that's amazing. Yeah. But the problem is, is that maybe my ego or my pride or whatever you want to call it. And like, you have this where, condescending look whenever you I know, do try and I know. explain I things I really to do you. believe that that's the case. And I, I, I really want to work on that a lot. And I'm, and like I said, it's but not I any me trying to be stuff. a certain way towards so, you. I'm just trying to tell you how I feel I about the situation. I'm so, not accusing you of anything. No, I'm not I saying, know you're yeah. not. I know you're not. And so here's where I'm going to just kind of insult myself and, and let you go with it. So... I construct things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, and this is what I was trying to explain to you. I don't have the ability. So, you have the ability to yeah, take you told me, yeah. to take empty blackness yeah. and darkness and whatever and turn it into this vibrant idea. Yeah. I don't have that ability. I think I, what I need to start doing and not, not, not me in a condescending way is saying to you... You don't know anything about this situation. Right. Exactly. Don't don't think of it how you're going to do it. Right. Just let me so, explain it to and you. And that's the thing is I think that it would be better if you explained to me the beautifulness. Yeah. See, see, like you can imagine beauty. Yeah. And I have a... So whenever we went to the art gallery in, yeah. in Atlanta, yeah. you were able to step back and just see the full beauty of whatever piece is in front yeah. of us. I actually deconstruct it and then reconstruct it. Yeah. And I think that maybe whenever you're trying to tell me how to build something from now on, yeah. that you should you should describe to me the beauty of it and then let me construct it. Let me engineer it. Because I don't get On to that see aspect the of it, yeah, I might. But... I don't I don't get to see the beauty. You yeah. have that privilege. I don't I don't have that. I don't I can't so our friend Matt who makes music. Yeah. He literally takes blankness yeah. or emptiness or whatever and turns it into something. I can't do that. Yeah. I I can listen to a song and make blues sound fun yeah. on a guitar. Um, but I can't just invent something out of nothing. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you and have I that ability. It. And so I am very, 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 very sorry that I'm No, made no, you. no, it's fine. Whenever I'm I, just glad so, I told you about it. And here's the thing too. Whenever I'm in Lowe's, I'm in work mode. I, I mean, know. you got to understand that. Like, I 98, hate going to you and going with you in Lowe's and I you know. made me go that time. You're like, come get you. Well, I need so I know, I, I know. I needed you there. Well, 98% of the time whenever I'm in Lowe's, I'm in full business mode. Yeah. How am I going to how am I going to get this the fastest that I need to get it over to the customer's house? How am I going to make the most <coughs> amount of money and I get it. doing it so that my family can survive? Yeah. And so I just go into this automatic mode at Lowe's whenever yeah. I'm there. And you're sitting there trying to tell me how to construct something and I'm like, "No. Nah. 
you don't get to tell me how to build it. Yeah. You, you only get to tell me what it looks like. Yeah. And so, but I am really, really no, sorry. Fine. I don't I'm mean to make it. you feel stupid. No, but I'm over it. In my defense, I live like that with you ninety six percent of the time. Live what? That I'm the idiot and you're the you're the intelligent how? one. Because you're always the one coming up with ideas and the way things should go and the way that the house is supposed to be run and all this other stuff. Do and I make I, you feel this way? No, but I'm just not as smart as you, so it just naturally happens. I'm sorry. So I don't want you to feel you, that way. You ended up stepping in my world for five seconds. I'm and a, I apologize for that, and I don't, I don't ever want you to feel that way. I feel like that constantly. I'm sorry. That's my life, though. I'm Cajun, I'm, so I don't want you to feel that way. <laughs> but no, I mean you. You've constructed the house. You've constructed, you know, the way that it looks, yeah. the colors and the textures, and the. You know, even the dynamics of the way the family runs. I mean, you construct all that. I just implement it. And that's what I would like you to do at Lowe's as well. Yeah. You construct it. I implement it. That's all. Okay. And, you know, you you stepped into my world and and I don't... I. So I'll just be blunt. It felt like you were trying to take over what little I was world not, I have. I was and not. And I was like, nah, man, this is like this is a small world. Goodness that I no. Have. I know I have no merit whatsoever in that situation. And I did not mean to make you feel that way because uh I have no fucking idea. But I just um was trying to explain it to you like what I needed. Right. But and don't explain it in my terms. No. You explain it in your terms and let me figure the rest out, is yeah. all I'm saying. And I guess, I mean, it's horrible, but you shouldn't be my wife at that point. You should be my customer. Yeah. That's horrible, isn't it? Not really. Okay. Sorry, I had to look something up. All right. All right. Anyway. Um. Now we can go to Real Talk. So. Podcast? Huh? The read, never mind. Real talk. What's up with real talk? Well, um, I watched SWAT last week. Okay. With Shamar Moore. I did not watch that. It's all that's it, the guy from um, Criminal Minds. Yeah. And eh. Yeah. I don't I know. I felt like it was that way too. I I saw the well, the snippet of it and I felt like it was very um gimmicky. I'll just it was gimmicky. Maybe like even. Afro-American apologetic? No, I don't think it was that. Oh, okay. I just Did think I it was a little bit, a little bit. But I just think it was it was tokeny. You have this token senior cop. Yeah. And then you have this token black guy. You have this token woman. Right. You have this token young rookie guy. There and, it is. That's and it's it. just like yeah. it was really like, you know. Um, and I get it. They were trying to loosely base it off of the movie. Yeah. With Colin Farrell by in apologetic, it. apologetic, I meant biblical apologetic. No, no. And that's what? not no. the same as, like, apologizing. I just wasn't I'm a fan of it. Right. You know, and he was having an affair with, like, the lieutenant guy. Not affair. It's not affair. It's just a, fa- um, a relationship. Yeah. I was just like, it's just too much shit yeah. for me already in the first, you know, episode. But anyway, it was okay. It just wasn't, like... It was almost okay. Yeah. But anyway... So, whatever. You can watch it if you want to. <laughs> You're not making it sound very appealing. I mean, whatever. I'm just sick of t- cop shows in general. So no, it's just they like, have um the the thing with the crazy white dude and Damon Wayans. And now, Lethal Weapon a, Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Awesome. There you go. That's a good show. I mean, that's that fun. Is and, yeah. Well, 
To be fair, anything with Damon Wayans in it is going to be amazing. Yeah. Did you know his son plays in um, New Girl? We don't do anything about that, but he's in a, another I show. I don't know what He's that on is. a show on on um, Fox. Okay. The same network that's um, he's on. Okay. But he's been on. Um, his son don't even know his name, but um, is his last name Wayans? Of course. But he um, he's been on that show for a while, so I think it's funny. But um, anyway, that was a good show. Anyway, Hot Date came out this week. Dude, that... We've been oh, seeing promos for yeah. it because I watch Pop all the time. I hadn't seen a whole show, though. I saw the whole show was yesterday. Was it just as good as the it promos? It is hilarious. That show... I mean, the, the premise of it is that the different couples... Played yeah. by the same people. Right. Um, but different stereotypical different characters different and stereotypical, different settings and yeah. different things. And anyway, um, these two people set up scenarios for date night, basically. Right. Um, and you know they have this semi-conservative couple that right. they're doing stuff, and then they have these hipster couple, right? And then they have just them without costumes and stuff right. on. I mean, it's just a, them playing a whole different gambit, it a whole is, gambit. Yeah, hilarious. It really is, and so they're it's just sitting the across the table. Channel, so look that up. I'll put. I probably put some some kind of um, trailer in there. I don't know yet, but it is hilarious. Please look that up. Another show that I meant to check out last night, but I was too tired and too worn out to was Damnation. If anybody's watched I've that, heard of that, I told you that's the only one that I want you to sit down and watch with me. Okay. What's it's, that about? It's about... Remember I was saying, like, when was Cowboys? I was asking you yeah. that about that. It's based on one brother's an outlaw and one brother's, like, a priest. Okay. And it's based off of um, all the, like, gunslinging stuff in, in the, you know, Late that 1800s, era. Yeah. yeah, so um, I think that's something that you'd be interested in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like Red Dead Redemption, the yeah. video game. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of... it Loosely. Okay. But, um... Um... I wanted to watch it with it. Anybody watch that? I'd really love how um, to know if it's good. I'm gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. Just um, because you know I like watching new stuff, so we'll see how that goes. But I just had it in in my notes to um, mention it. Did you listen to any new music this time? I did. What'd you listen to? Uh, Big Crit, K R I T. Um, Cole Cole is my go-to source for uh-huh. all things new music yeah. wise, and I tell you what. Big Crit was so good that I actually took down notes. Oh, wait. Let me go back. Okay. Sorry. Let me go back to TV because I want to recap um, Walking Dead. Okay. Okay. So, let's do that for a little while. Okay. So, let's recap Walking Dead. Okay. So, the Sunday before last, Morales was back. If anybody remembers Morales, he was the, the um, Hispanic guy. But from like the second season. No. First season. Was it the first season? Very first season. Man, it was... So, so they're starting to do this with Walking Dead. And I, I see a trend happening where they're going to start tying up loose ends a bit. Yeah. But anyway, he's back. Or if you hadn't watched it, well, was he ain't back. back no more. He was back. But at the end of that um, episode three? Two? I'm not going to answer that. I think it was episode two. He came back. Um... I don't know. I really don't know. But it was him anyway, and another guy and a baby. No, yeah, but we don't know who the other guy was. But right. anyway, he lost all of his family because he had a wife and two kids. Right. And but remember, in the first season, 
he did he decided not to go with them right. to the CDC. Right. He decided that him Let's and his family that. was yep. going to go off on his own, so right. they're on their own or whatever. And then he found Negan. Yeah. So he thought he was saved again with Negan or whatever. Blah blah blah. He drank the Kool Aid and he was with Negan. So that didn't work out because I told you, I told you, and you didn't listen to me. And I said, um. When he got that gun on Rick, I said, Daryl's in there somewhere. You and did he's say going that. to save Rick. Right. So we ain't got to worry about Rick because Daryl's there. Because we just saw Daryl like right. checking, checking a, a building. Right. We didn't even know where he was. Right. So I said, Daryl's in there. It's fine. He's going to be all right. So I knew that. And so Daryl shot him in the back and killed him. So right. That's with what the happened. Yeah. Or with the. I don't crossbow. know if it was... I don't even know. Yeah, it was a crossbow. It was silent. It? It was, but anyway. It was just done. He, so, he dropped on the ground. Uh, Ezekiel's batshit crazy. And so is But in a followers. good way. And so of his people. Right. And everything. Very... In a very beneficial way. So, um, after everything that happened, you know, his little speech that happened. Right. With everybody, you know, we're going to catch them before they get us and blah, blah, blah. And he... They did for the most part. Right. But at the end, they got ambushed by the gun that Rick and Daryl was right, looking for. To get, yeah. And his people jumped in front of him so he could live. Right. Like, I like just thought that service. was astounding. I, I mean, I didn't, we never knew the ins and outs of it. All I'm saying is, if Jerry's not alive, I'm going to be pissed. Jerry is He's the, the big guy. Yeah, oh, Samoan. Samoan. Samoan guy. That, Sorry. Yeah. So I was like, if he doesn't live, I'm right. gonna be pissed off because I love Jerry. Right. He loves pie. I love Jerry. <laughs> he always talked about pie. But anyway. So, um and at that same scene, Carol went in and was like, I'm going to go check it out. Now she's trapped in there with these people. So they that'd be um really, really um interesting. And to Carol see. never disappoints. I mean Yeah, it'd be very, very like, interesting. Like even whenever she, she was disappointing in the comics. I, but that's what I was well yeah. no, we're not talking about the comics. No, I'm just so saying. That's a whole different Yeah, podcast. I'm just saying she was really We really... can make an entire podcast off the comics, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying well, not is the like newer ones, even but the whenever ones, yeah. even whenever Carol disappoints, she mm-hmm. doesn't disappoint. Yeah. I mean it's still good. Yeah. So Yeah. Um but Aaron watching Eric die. Right. But I still, I'm still not convinced. And I didn't watch Talking Dead. I you're, didn't watch you're it. You're not fully understood why they no, have no, no, not understood. the same name. That pisses me off. But Eric's dating Aaron. Ugh. Right. But anyway, no. Um, I'm still not convinced he's dead, even though he was on Talking Dead. Yeah. And maybe they're doing this symbolist you know, symbolizing but they things, showed you know, it, They showed him going away. But they never saw, saw his face. No. So I just don't know. And that is true And I didn't, like Dead. I said, I didn't, um, I didn't, um, watch Talking Dead, so I'm pretty sure they explained why he was on it. Both of them were. Right. So I'm pr- pretty sure they explained, like, why he had to die and blah, 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 and whatever. Because he was getting too much screen time, first of all, so I knew he was dead soon. Because we hadn't seen him around a lot since they even got to Alexandria. So to see him in so many scenes last season and so many this season, like, he's dying soon. I just knew it. Knew he was gonna die soon. But anyway, Daryl is sick of the bullshit. He's, like, killing people left and right. And he's just like, we said nothing. Yeah, but he's doing the right thing, though. But, yeah, I know he's doing the right thing. It's just, like, Rick's like trying to backslide on it, kind of, mm-hmm. and then 
Daryl's kind of like the 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 his conscience on his yeah. arm, like we ain't handling we handling shit now. We ain't doing this soft stuff. And Jesus is doing the same thing. Jesus and needs here's an ass inter- beating. And I told you what was going to happen with Morgan and Jesus. What I say with you Morgan? You did. You said exactly what was going to happen. Now here's the thing. Me as a Christian, I immediately relate Jesus to Jesus, and he is doing exactly what Jesus would yeah. do in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And so I've got to always keep that in mind that it's going to turn out for the good. I said more. However, I yeah. will say this that like on this earth right now yeah. as it is, Jesus would be perfect. Yeah. In a zombie apocalypse, I think that things a little bit different. Maybe I I will just be more selfish and maybe. egocentric at maybe. that time and like trying to take care of me and mine, and which like is I very said, possible. But like I said, time, I didn't understand what his end game was. Right. You know that they can't. You know he didn't want them killed. Right. He didn't want them kicked out. Didn't want them kicked out. But like you know, no one wants them there. So what's the end game? They're gonna get killed. They're right. gonna die. They're not gonna assimilate. And I said that Morgan's going crazy again. He's gonna walk away. He's he's to distance himself. He's he can't go crazy anymore. And that's what he done. He walked away. He can't he can't um do it anymore. And all I want to know is where Michelle is. I said it all we through episodes. Episodes. First episode. I, um, and I even said it with um in our um. I think live broadcast. Last, I was like, where in the hell is yeah. Maggie? So the, the last time that we saw Michonne, if I'm not mistaken, in the premiere. was and it was right, a, like flash was, forward. So whenever her her and that other girl were fighting up on the tower, and she ended up barely that winning was a finale. And, right, and she ended up barely winning yeah. against that lady, and then Rick meets her up there, and she's beat to hell. Yeah, that was and the she, last time no, that we no, saw Michonne. Right, she was in right? like the infirmary afterwards. Okay, and then and then she was in a flash forward in okay. the premiere. Well, that didn't so, count, though. No. So, it's just like, where the hell is Michelle? And I sit and think about it, and I was like, maybe this is when she was making um, Black Panther, so she couldn't mm. be there. Maybe they're trying to, like, work around her, you know, all that stuff. But she better be there in the that next few possible. weeks because I am done not seeing her yeah. kick ass. And I'm also done with all this fighting stuff. I'm ready to go back to the relationship of... It like gets what there. May, I don't know. And, and that I know. actually gets almost boring until it starts getting back into the action. Walking Dead is brilliant. I, I said, that's why I, I love want, this show. I want, but I I live for the filler episodes. I, know. I love them. I know. I, I know. I like the action of it I and know. everything. I just live for the 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 fillers too. But we were complaining about that last season. Whenever I don't think it was, I was no two seasons ago. Whenever yeah. it was only fillers, and we we're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Something's got to happen. And I get it. You have but to tell But that's the great thing about Walking Dead is yeah. they, they do it brilliantly. Okay. They do. They really do. And I like them a lot. Go ahead and talk about your big crit. Okay. So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Cole influences me a lot. So, this is the note that they... Oh, God. <laughs> so, big crit. Uh, K-R-I-T. Um, so, the first track is Big Crit and so he starts off and it's almost like this gospel faithful statement uh-huh. and I just absolutely love that. So off the stick he starts out, starts out like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of laying the groundwork for where, where he's at. And then um, later on it goes on to Confetti uh-huh. which was... So I really like Confetti because it kind of had like this spoken word feel to it 
but it also had like this beautiful music in the background. I wish that you would have listened to this so that you could kind of go along with what I'm doing here. Okay. Uh, Subinstein. That was one of the names. Of the Are songs. you gonna name all his songs? I, no, not all of them. This is uh, this is about seven of the songs out of the entire. Okay, so this was kind of like a a double double tape. What do you call it? You remember back in the day whenever you get a tape and you have a side and b side? Yeah. This is kind of like that. So okay. there's 22 songs that's on ridiculous. this track, and it's like an hour and that's a half a long. Double, that's a double tape. Double not, album. Yeah. yeah and it was a... like an hour and a half, but. Here's the thing. Cole never, ever says, man, you guys got to listen to this. It's yeah, just he like does. No. No, he doesn't. He he recommends things. But this time, he was like, you've got to take an hour and a half out of your life to listen to this hour, you know, double-sided track or whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, Subenstein. Subenstein is him literally talking about the speakers in his car. But it's really, really good. I mean, it's just like this fun, um, you know, driving down the street song. I just absolutely love it. There's a song called Ride With Me. Um, with this, there's... Um, okay, so with this song, there was just like this incredible southern beat through the entire thing. Just, mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know, like Atlanta type of, you know... New Orleans feel it was just kind of all the way through it and whenever I say New Orleans I it kind of had like this Master P type of flow through the whole thing or mystical uh, you know with the rapping I, it was just really really good so you should listen to that and just enjoy it and act like you're you know just in the south listening to it okay, okay so there's then there's this song called Get Up to Get Down okay. and CeeLo Green is in it huh and he, so he just comes on as cameo, and if you, if you listen to hip hop in the '90s, listen to this album. Okay. This is the one that we were listening to, whenever it, um, it was like back that ass, oh baby back that ass. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So it was just those kind of songs, over and over through the entire thing. But it was just a total '90s feel to it. And it was a total '90s vibe. I couldn't get enough of it. It was, it was just beautiful. Okay. Um. Then there was a uh, a song called "Keep the Devil Off," mm -hmm. and this might be my favorite gospel song in the last fifteen years. Mm. Even though the entire album is fun and flowing and everything, this just had a nice gospel feel to it. I really enjoy the whole thing of it. Uh, then Miss Georgia Fornia, mm. Fornia. Look at that. What's that word to say? I don't know. Fornia? Fornia. Okay, so honestly, whenever I was listening to this, it almost had this outcast overtone. Mm-hmm. And... It, well, they're from Atlanta. It, it was totally Atlanta. I mean, this this song was totally Atlanta. But it was just this outcast feel to it the whole way through. Um, and it was kind of like this... Uh, it was kind of like a story about leaving your hometown, but how much you love your hometown. Yeah. And you hate your hometown at the same time. Yeah. And so it was that all the way through. Hmm. And then, um, uh, oh, Jill Scott was in it. And oh, she was like simply her. gorgeous in that song. Yeah. Uh, she makes beautiful music. Yeah. So her voice came through in this perfectly melodic tone throughout the entire song. Uh, just 
super smooth lyrics and a, like a mellow flow. It was, it was really, really nice. So anyway, Big Crit, K-R-I-T. Go and listen to the album. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Oh, cool. It, awesome. I listened to Ratchetness. I listened to... Um, wait, I haven't even heard of that. What is that? Well, it's not, that's not the name of the song. Oh, okay. I wouldn't doubt it, though. I'm sure there's <laughs> something called Ratchetness out there. I'm actually going to Google that soon. But no, um, Lil' Kim and Remy Ma came out with a song. It's called um, Wake Me Up. And I really honestly want to know like what they would actually rap about if Nikki wasn't around. Gwen. Because it's don't basically... Be, I, but don't be mean. But it's basically like a rip on, you know, you know, you claim you the bad bitch. I mean, yeah. girl. Rap about something else. Mm-hmm. I'm just over it. Um, and Lil' Kim's mad because... Nikki didn't get her props or whatever and blah blah blah. I'm like, girl, you are too old for this bullshit. So I, I mean, it it was all right, but it still had the it. St- it felt like '95, but not in a good way. Mm. It's like that. It was like like what they song wanted it to be '95, but they couldn't reach it. Yeah, I can't remember what even song that was that had that um beat to it of hers of Nikki. I mean of um Lil Kim's, and I was just mm. like. Mm, I could have done without this. Mm. Could have done without it. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed. I did not like it. I was just. I'm, I'm That's sitting the thing. here. If you're gonna do throwback, you need to really. I mean, do and throwback. I'm sure a lot of petty ass people were like, "Oh my god, I'm living for this song." And I. And it's not even like I'm a Nikki Stan either. I'm just like y'all need to get over it. I mean, if you claim to be, you know, all Nikki's above this, about us out there for I don't a think that. E- I don't think Nikki's that good. She's okay, and she's had some bangers. She has some really yeah, awesome songs. Yeah, she really has. And, and it's just like I don't think she's. I like, don't think that you can just discredit. But her. I don't know. And I'm like never, compared to other female artists no, I'm right not, now, and I'm not even because Young Ma and you might like her a lot too. Um, she's badass. And she's not getting half as much props. I'm gonna have to but, listen to um, her. Um, I don't. I mean, I I like some of her stuff, and she got um campy, you know, in the middle of yeah. her her career, or whatever. Just to get them coins, whatever. Get get what do what you got to do. But um, I'm just like enough of people coming for her. She's still gonna get paid. So I mean, it's just annoying to have these people keeping up this yeah. beef stuff. And Nick, uh, like I said, Lil' Kim's too old for this I guess stuff. it's selling, but I agree that Lil' it's Kim is just, way pe- too old for People that. just want petty. In fact, Nikki is too old for it. Lil' Kim is way too yeah. old for it. Remy Ma is right in the middle of it. So I'm just like, bleh. It was alright. I mean, if you like it, I love it. Whatever. But anyway, you ready for closing? No, 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 no. I read a book. Oh, what's your book? Okay, so the book that I read was called Revangelical. Okay. So, if any of you guys know about um, evangelicals right now, uh, you might have heard of some of them, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, there is a, a huge evangelical movement that is backing the the super conservative alt-right party right now. Yeah. And it's, it's anti... I'm going to actually do my own live feed on this. I've decided um did you spill wine on your notebook i did (laughs) i did um so there's this uh 
I'm gonna end up doing a live feed on it, and I'll I I don't know if we can like tag it or whatever you want to call it, but uh, I'll go into more depth with it. But I will say that there's an evangelical mu movement that is very selfish and I would say anti-gospel or even anti-Jesus or anti-Christ maybe. Okay. Um, that is using the Bible in a way that it, that it should not be used. And so I read a book called Re-Evangelical, and it is all about the way that Jesus meant for us to love all the um, marginalized of our society, to love the least of these, and to bring them up to equal with with everyone else. Okay. Um, I don't have the words for it yet, but I'm going to say this. That if you are a Christian, you need to read this book. Oh, okay. Okay. If you are not a Christian, I would recommend that you read this book so that you could understand that the Christianity that you might hear on the news is completely wrong. Okay. And it's by Lance Ford. Revangelical by, by Lance Ford. Okay. And it is quite possibly... It is definitely in my top five books that I've ever read, and very possibly the very best book I've ever read. Oh, well, that's good. Right. And I don't have words for it yet. I just finished the last chapter about three hours ago. Okay. So I've got to... Still processing. Yeah, I've, I've definitely got to compute it. Yeah. Um, But I know that it is awesome. That's what takes me a while when I read things. And I have to... And watch stuff. I have to process it for a little I'm while. I'm actually and... going to have to meditate on yeah, this yeah, for, it happens. for days before I, I but I'm going to put out a live feed and, and recommend the book but okay. I'm also going to um, <laughs> I'm going to say how I feel I, I, I'm going to I'm not I'm not going to have a choice but this but to do that unfiltered yeah okay Um. so anyway uh, like I said even if you're an atheist and you read this book think that you would at least appreciate the anti um what's that guy's name oh uh, like jerry falwell hmm. like you would at least appreciate the anti-jerry falwellness of it so anyway there it is oh well cool you have a closing or no nah? yeah i do have a closing okay i do have a closing what's your closing with America being as divided as it is now, mm -hmm. uh, because of um, everything, yeah. Okay. So, because of America being divided as it is, I would encourage all of us to remember how united we are as Americans. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, if an American goes to uh, Kazakhstan or Jerusalem or India or even anywhere in Europe really yeah our physical um, appearances actually look different than yeah. most of those other places we are actually a a, a race now in a sense or a, or, or a ethnicity I guess you'd say mm -hmm. yeah you hear that too yeah um, but anyway uh, we need to recognize that we are united far further than we think that we are. Oh, kind of. Yeah. 
and or what the media says that we are. And so I would highly encourage you guys to go and meet the neighbor that you're next to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know them or if you do know them or whatever, and just try to find out their name or maybe what kind of job they have at the very least. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the most surface level thing that we can find out about somebody. Yeah. Um, and then at the deepest level, we can find out what they're interested in or something like that. I would highly encourage everyone to go and to go and do that. So that that's my closing. Okay. Well, my closing is um, one thing I realized about speaking out against things, no matter what the things are, is that you can be and will be the voice of that thing. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Not necessarily in a bad or a good way, but you gotta back up what you're against mm-hmm. or what you're for right. or anything if you're claiming to be yeah. this person and, you need to be and actively about it. have convictions about what you dislike about a certain thing mm-hmm. then you need to educate yourself on why you like this certain thing right and why you dislike this certain thing mm. so um i think what frustrates me most about people is they like i watch that on tv i don't like it because that person there said that instead of doing your research on it and realizing, like, do you actually not like it or are you being biased because you like that person right. saying that they don't like it? Right. So, um, and you were talking about the media and people can't see, seem to understand that there's bias in the media. They want us divided. Every human being has bias. And I get that. And, and but I they're making that. money off of it. Exactly. And you have to understand that you need to look beyond absolutely the biased opinions of other people Take and five understand minutes a day. and not even understand and just try and be like, am I absolutely biased? And am I right. do I absolutely feel that I'm against this certain thing? Right. Or am I bandwagoning and just hating this yep. thing because this one person said that I hate this thing? Yep. You have to take the time out and inform you know do you and that's what gets me do you honestly and it's not about a certain thing it's not about politics it's not about no um, but i mean you could talk about basketball anything in general just you know just sit and take the time and inform yourself about things just don't um just don't just take other people's um opinion of it and that's just like and i stopped a long time ago about not just necessarily sharing things it's just like a five-second search on anything... It doesn't take much. ...will inform you yep. far more on that one person that you watched on TV, that one line that they said right. that made you feel that certain kind of way. Absolutely. And all you have yep. to do is be like, huh, that one, right? Yep. So I'm going to step back from this situation right. that they just get brought informed, to me... Get knowledge. Get, ...and get let, educate myself. Right. And they are counting on... Yep. You being ignorant yep. about situations wow. that yep. um, you are actually making yourself yep. uninformed about a lot of things because right. you're taking that person's word for yep. it. So instead of being that bobblehead, right. won't you sit and take the time out and right. educate yourself? Because there's Amen. two things that people cannot take away from you. That is your knowledge and right. that is your experience. Yes. No one can take those things from you. So that is that's just all right. I'm um gonna say about that. Yep. 
And um That's awesome. Yeah. So that was my closing. So with that, mm-hmm. with that incredible mm-hmm. wisdom that you just dropped on all of us, uh I want to say something and you can inform me about it. Okay. Or you can tell me how you feel about it or whatever. Okay. So um me as a uh as a Caucasian cisgender male uh-huh. in American society, yeah. I had a conversation with a a friend of mine uh-huh. the other day about uh, about race okay. in general, and I was trying to talk to her about the systematic racism that's yeah. going on in America, and I found myself woefully unarmed. For the conversation. Okay. Um, you know me. You know that I've read books. You know that I do a lot of research about race relations in America. Yeah. About the Afro-American plight of, a, of systematic racism that's going on in America. Yeah. But I just found myself woefully uninformed. Okay. I don't know how else to say that. I, I did a lot of praying about it afterwards. Okay. And I realized that what little I did have to offer meant a lot was more than what she had. Yeah. I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, and so I want to say like, or I want to ask, um, what, what can I do as a, as a white called, you know, white straight male American in, in my culture Mm-hmm. To do more to educate myself to be able to talk about these things, not You're have arguments. It. You're but doing ju- it. Just speak about it. You're doing it. You're informing yourself. You're trying to understand. You're listening. You are um, actively wanting to know how people feel and how people experience things. So that is the action that you need to take. It's nothing um, like internally you need to do. Other than switch your mind onto, um, I'm going to listen. I'm going to receive what I need to receive in certain situations. If something, if somebody's coming to you with something and they're like, you need to understand my side of things. You need to understand how I feel about it. Because like I said before, you can never take anybody's experiences from them. Mm. What you have to do is listen. That is... But despite everything in you, despite of anything in you, they have these feelings about why they feel this way. They have irrational, irrational, whatever kind of feelings they feel towards some something, whatever it is that they feel this against. Listen to them. (laughs) If if by the end of this you're like you're completely insane. And this is, how, I mean, that, and you can think this all you want. And and I, the thing about it, I have these conversations on Facebook and I have to pick my battles because you can't drill knowledge into somebody that's not ready to receive knowledge. Right. And you have to understand and you have to um, listen and receive what they're saying because you can sit here and you'd be like, oh, well, this person isn't going to listen to what I have to say. Right. Or this person isn't going to, um, they want to talk. They just want to argue. Or anything like that. You just have to know, pick your battles and know so, what, ma- what matters. So, 
I kind of feel like that it is not your responsibility to describe to the oppressor what their boot feels like on your neck. And it's not... And it, I feel like that it is my responsibility to describe to them what it's like. No. Your responsibility is... Because you're tired is, of it. It's not necessarily I'm tired of it. I am... Um, if I have to keep repeating myself and repeat myself for people to understand, then that's just... Like I said, in the first opening of this, my whole rant, the one thing I realized is that if I'm going to be the battle cry for this cause that I'm trying to have people understand is that I'm going to have to repetitively t say this stuff to people over and over again. So whether I like it or not, but if I want... you told me so many times like how tired you are of the conversation. I'm tired of conversations that people... Side of conversations that people aren't receiving my message. Okay. So if you find somebody that is, you're yeah, more I'll than willing I'm more to... Than, we can talk about it. We can, we can talk about it all day long. But if you're sitting here trying to um, argue with me about what I know and what facts are, that is that is beating my head against the okay. wall that I cannot so that's get into. Not, that's not a conversation no. you're willing to have. No, I don't want to sit here and fight with you about so, about things. So as a white male in our in our society, yeah. I'm the most privileged that there is. You're an advocate for us, right? So then, therefore, I should be as informed as Absolutely. possible. You always so, need to be informed when somebody's trying to. Um, so I guess that, that is my question. Yeah. How can I? How can I actively be more informed than I am? You read. You listen. You you are there. You're taking action. So what about our average listener that isn't married to that, who doesn't have the privilege of being married to a black woman and have black kids? Okay. Listen. Receive. Understand. Don't react firsthand. Or like I said, don't react from other people's opinions on certain things. Hmm. Just listen. Like, you can have your feelings about something. Like, something that's eating you inside. But until you meet somebody and understand their experiences from this thing that you have such hatred and, you know, bile, bile rising up in you about, mm -hmm. you have to listen. Whether you agree with them or not, and there, you know, you can say your your opinions toward this is completely different than what you are, and you, they have to be ready to receive what you are saying. Mm -hmm. Those are the conversations we need to be having, not this back and forth. And let's let's you're right, you're right, you, you know, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, all the time. We need to sit down and listen to each other. Like we don't have to agree on it. But you yeah. need to at least listen to so what I'm saying. So it gets back to what you say all the yeah. time that you you don't listen. You're not listening to understand. You're listening to respond. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. That's awesome. Anyway, this is a good closing. Yep. All right. Like. This subscribe. has been a really fun episode. Yeah. Like, subscribe, comment. Yeah. Um, share. Tell your friends. Share, put up a banner. All this. Get stuff. one of those planes that fly. One of those. Let's uh, not fly things. No, dude. You got to get a plane. Tell people anyway, about it. Um, Take out a sign on Back Beach Road. We need, we need to go. All right, y'all have a good night or this whatever. Our longest episode ever. Not really. Hour and a half. It's not as bad. We had a two-hour one. All right, bye, y'all. Bye.